Happy December, everyone, and welcome to the new winter quarter of our Bible States for Life Kids training podcast. For all of you wonderful leaders out there, especially those who are newly joining us, we are doing these podcasts to support you. We really want to give you the confidence and just to help equip you as you teach and as you prepare to teach the preschoolers, kids, and preteens these powerful truths. Well, I'm Kimba, and I absolutely love Christmas. One of my favorite things to do is I love when I first wake up in the morning, I go down and I plug in the lights on the tree and sit um, by the tree in the morning. I also love just grabbing just a hot cup of apple cider or maybe some hot chocolate. Oh, I love hot apple cider, and I only drink it during fall Christmas time, so it's kind of a special thing. So Landon, what about you? What do you like to drink during the winter months? Well, of course, hot apple cider is wonderful, but I got to say there's a specific drink around Christmas time that I love the most, and that is some eggnog. And I know there's there's some controversy there, so I'm curious. Do you both have strong opinions on eggnog? I love eggnog, personally, in all its forms. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm not really a huge fan. Now, my my mother-in-law did buy some eggnog ice cream um a couple winters ago and I really like that. So, there must be the consistency of just drinking that thick drink, but ice cream I could do any flavor. <laughs> so, sure. Of course, when you're cold and then you're, you know, eating eggnog ice cream, that doesn't really help you stay warm. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, I just love this time of year and I'm just so excited that we are here today as we're talking about just Christmas. So maybe if y'all want to share maybe your favorite thing about Christmas time. Uh, I'll go first. I'm Jennifer, by the way, introduce ourselves. Uh, I work with the preschool section of Bible Studies for Life. So I'm excited. I actually really love just watching the preschoolers at Christmas time because they get so excited and everything is so magical. And it's just a really fun time to be a part of kids ministry. What about that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and my, my name is Landon Tucker and I am a, uh, I work with the elementary school kids for Bible studies for life. And one of my favorite things about Christmas time is making kind of decorating Christmas cookies with with my nieces or with the kids at church. That's always fun to see what they design and what they make. And then their favorite part, of course, is tearing the cookies apart and eating them. But I think that's always such a fun time around Christmas. Absolutely. All the yummy treats that we get to enjoy. Well, as we dive into this Christmas unit, um, I'm just so excited that we get to talk about the real reason for the season. And, you know, we have exciting Bible studies, Bible sessions that are, that we're going to be discussing the angels visiting Mary and Joseph, how Mary visited Elizabeth during her pregnancy. Of course, Jesus's birth on Christmas and then the wise men. So all these stories really do stir up such a great sense of anticipation, don't they? They do. And the anticipation around the Christmas season is unlike anything else. And for this week, we have a great uh, session to discuss. It's about a promise that God made a long, long time ago. God told his prophets hundreds of years before Jesus's birth that he would come. And God didn't just tell one prophet. He told many prophets from different places, different times, which I don't know about you, but it gives me a feeling of thankfulness that God's faithfulness stretches across the years to all of his people. He's always so faithful. It's really incredible how the story of Jesus weaves throughout all of scripture. I mean, God made his people a promise 
And he kept the promise, but they had to wait a really long time before Jesus arrived. I think for our preschoolers and our younger kids, especially, they can relate to that struggle of waiting during this particular season. Once the tree gets put up, their little minds are just imagining presents and what could be inside and they want to shake them and you know, they know what it's like to wait. Of course. Yeah. And it's it's hard to wait now as an adult, but wow, you especially tough for the little ones waiting to open a special present that they've seen under the tree and wondered, man, what what is what's in here? And leaders, consider talking to your kids about how God promised a savior, but God's people had to wait. In fact, God's people had to wait several generations before Jesus came, and yet Jesus was the ultimate gift worth waiting for. Yes, Landon, that is so true that Jesus is our greatest gift. And, you know, I was just thinking that might be a great way just to introduce the session. You might want to ask the kids to share what their greatest gift is that they've ever received. And then you can explain the gift of Jesus for us and possibly even share the gospel message briefly um, as, as kids begin to learn about why Jesus came. That's a really great idea, you know, and knowing that God made his people a promise and kept that promise is another facet of this lesson worth exploring with the older kids and the preteens. God can be trusted. He's proven that he's a promise keeping God and he may not act in our time or do exactly what we want when we want it and how we want it because he's not a genie, uh, but he is faithful. He's dependable and he is reliable. That's exactly right, Jennifer. And if those kids can learn that now, learn those lessons now, wow, what great things God can do uh, with them in the future, we can always rely on him. And look at how this, these scripture verses that make up this session share so much about who Jesus is. Isaiah 9-6 gives us these names, that he's a wonderful counselor, he's a mighty God, he's the eternal father, and he's the prince of peace. Wow, those are some powerful names just to really focus on. And, you know, it it also reminds me of the verse in Isaiah 11, and it's where he talks about Jesus being the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and strength, that he'll be full of knowledge and will be a good judge, showing mercy to many. Anytime that you can emphasize Jesus's character and attributes, um, leaders, this is just a great way that you can teach your kids through this story. Absolutely. And really, we're encouraged in this session to remember that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, just as the Bible says. And both the prophet Malachi from a long time ago declared this in Malachi 3, as well as the New Testament writers of Hebrews in Hebrews 13. So leaders, let older kids and even the younger ones, too, know that these names for Jesus and these characteristics that express who Jesus is in Scripture this week— and for weeks to come, they aren't just for ancient times, but they're for today. They describe who Jesus will be for them throughout their lives. That's so true. You know, many biblical concepts can feel confusing for a lot of kids. Who Jesus is and why that matters is a great place to start. And to help you with that, we really encourage you to check out the levels of biblical learning for your age group and consider how you can communicate the concept through the Bible story. You can also find plenty of extra ideas for activities all month long on our website at BibleStudiesForLife.com. Just look under the Leader, Leader Extras for Kids tab, and you are always welcome to reach out to us with any questions via email or in our Bible Studies for Life Kids community group on Facebook. Thank you, Jennifer, for sharing all of that. Um, well, guys, this has been a great conversation, and we just thank you for listening to us today, and we're just glad you're here. 
Absolutely. We're glad to have you. Thank you so much for serving. Bye for now, everybody. And early Merry Christmas to you.